Hi everyone, it's podcast time. On this episode, we sat down with Fiber New franchise partners, JT Thompson, Mark Chastine, and Matt Mead of the greater Nashville area. The reason we wanted to chat with these gentlemen is that they're very much model citizens in our system when it comes to teamwork. In our discussion, we talked about how they're representatives for each other. And what that means is that it doesn't matter to them where a customer calls in from, whether it's a phone call, a text, an email, maybe a social media message. No matter where that customer is, any one of them, whoever first answers it, acts as Fiber New first and foremost. They answer questions for the customer, they field any type of inquiry, and then if need be, they'll pass that inquiry off to the appropriate franchise partner in the area. They don't get overly transactional, meaning they're not keeping score on each other. They know that everything is going to work out in the wash. And as you'll hear in the discussion, it always does for them. We talked about how they coordinate on pricing, how they've worked home shows together. One interesting topic is that it seemed that they were always in the same boat at the same time, which means that they're always supporting and guiding each other. And along the way, they're essentially building their businesses with teamwork. The overall tone of this discussion, as I'm sure you'll pick up on, is that all three of them are very relaxed. They trust each other, and most importantly, they have fun. And all of that contributes to the success of their individual businesses and for the Fiber New brand in the greater Nashville area. We hope you enjoy and can glean some ideas for your own Fiber New business. P.S. If you have an idea for a subject or a topic on our podcast series, we'd love to hear about it. Please post your comment or idea below this posting on the Tech Library. We look forward to seeing that. P.S.S. There is a video form of this podcast in the Tech Library as well. So if you want to see faces to the voices behind this podcast, you can always check that out as well. Thanks a lot, everyone. You know, so all the time we get calls from people, like if they call me in my territory, because that's what pops up or whatever, they may not be be able to get a hold of me, so they call the next person. They just kind of go down the Google list. So we get a lot of calls all the time of the other people like, hey, and then, so I, you know, one of the first right off the bat, before you learn to ask every time, hey, where do you live at? So I got a call and uh, I quoted this job and uh, is this the head? yes oh. so it was it was a you know a back to a couch so I quoted this job and, and I thought it was a pretty good job I mean I think I quoted it 325 or 375 or something I don't remember now and it, all it was was to replace a panel and a headrest uh, one panel he goes over there he gets it he comes back over and then he gets over there because I'm like hey man man I accidentally quoted a job it's in your territory this is what I quoted I think it's a good deal right so he's like okay so he goes over there and it comes back with this. He took it apart. It's an electronic adjusting headrest with all these electronics <laughs> and all sophisticated and stuff. And we spent probably two hours just trying to figure out how to completely disassemble it to get to the headrest to sew it in. Uh, so he gives me heck to this day about oh, that, so that headrest that I sold for him to do. <laughs> it was so bad. The amount of pins that were in places and then we didn't have the tools long enough to reach this specific bolt and we ended up just drilling them out and then I had to go the next day to Home Depot with like one of the heads like okay I need four of these like I've never seen that before I'm like Mark (laughs) customer was happy that's all that matters 
Another customer success story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was very happy. In fact, I did... How about two months later, she called me back to do something else. So... Okay. Was, so have you had a chance to return the favor his way on something like that? I mean, I've tried, but... No, <coughs> I don't... I don't think so. I tried to get JT a good one. Um... I tried to get him back on one that, um, I can't even remember her name now, but she wanted her whole car redone. Oh, it looked like it had been on fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I recall that I appreciate she, that. She called Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mark thought she was in my territory, so she sent her to me, or he sent her to me, and then I realized it was in JT's They spent about territory. 30 seconds qualifying these two. They were just, yeah, call, call Matt. Oh, call she JT. basically wanted a brand new car for, I don't know, $75. Right. And my tax return is coming in. I need to get this done before I spend it. Was the freest. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think I think it was really frustrating for me, and it wasn't even my boat, but the, that probably that first boat you redid, the majority of it, the... Uh, we did the boat for the guy who wrote the song. The Redneck it? Yacht Club? Redneck Yacht Club. <laughs> so we go over there to take the boats out, bring them back, work on them really hard, you know, take them back. <laughs> he, he gets the wheelbarrow at the dock. It's docked, right? He's pushing the wheelbarrow down. He's like, hey, grab that. He's going down. He's going down, and he stopped or something. Looked away, and the seat just fell out and tumbled down. And just, he worked so hard on that seat. And just <laughs> tore it to heck. He just like, I had to redo it again. Had to read. <laughs> I remember that guy had called me and I sent him to him. I just called a check on it a day or two later, going, All right. And I'm thinking in my mind, I asked him, What'd you quote him? And I'm thinking in my mind, 2500 maybe three grand. Yeah, I quoted him 1500 He took it. I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> and so it's a few days later, I quoted two. <laughs> that one, yeah, you're learning. So then I charged him 250 take it out. All right. Put it yeah. back in. Sure. And then there was. I mean, you know, marine woods were really expensive. It is. It so is. there was a, I think my total, I got it to about 2200 With the redo, though. So. The redneck guy. Well, yeah, redneck. I screwed it up. I can't ask him to <laughs> pay for that. I the worst him. part was, is he showed up 15 minutes after. He had dumped it off. And I was just like, and I told him, I said, aren't you going to fix that? You going to take it back up there and fix it? I'm like, I'd at least give it a shot. I mean, what else you got to do? You got to reupholster it again. I mean, you've got everything to I mean, fix we, it. The truck, we, were, right? we were looking at it. I was like, that's right on the stitch line. Like, the stitches were tearing up. I was like, you have got to be kidding me with this. Oh. Do you guys coordinate on pricing stuff every once in a while? Do you kind of, like, compare notes? Or? I, I think we kind of have parameters. We talk quite a bit about pricing. About pricing, just because our, our territories are so close what's going to happen to one of us is going to happen to the other two just because of the vicinity that we're all in so we try to make sure that we're uniform and i think we all answer and when we answer the yeah. phone it's fiber new it's not fiber new nashville south we just say fiber new and if we get a call that's not in our territory we go ahead and do all that like hey can you you know send me pictures like earlier i got a call that was in JT's territory said yeah we can take care of you no worries if you would just you know text me the pictures you know uh, JT's our technician that covers your area 
I'll talk to him about this, and he'll be in touch with you in a day or two and let you know everything. So it makes us... Transparent. Yeah, and it makes us seem so much bigger than... Yeah. than what we are versus telling people too. you're not you're not in my territory call that guy if we get the ball rolling because I mean it's not hard to forward a text of pictures to someone and give them a heads up so but on the I mean, talking about the pricing you know I think even when you had just come in and we even had the conversation do we want to have like a standardized price list and I think over just time over talking amongst the three of us we realized we were all pretty much on the same page for what we wanted to get out of work and what we thought work was worth. And we realized he's not going to quote 700 on something that I'm 300 on. We're not, it's not really a concern. So when we're, we're aligned that well, we're like, okay, we don't need to put that level of standardization. We're close enough the way we view stuff and what we want out of stuff that we trust each other. We're good. Yeah. We're not, so. we're definitely not going to be more than $50. Right. Although, as you saw in the earlier video, Mark did stick it to me on that one. I'll get him back at some point. But, yeah. I think it's fantastic. You guys are basically like customer service reps for each other, like right up from that first call. That's that's really smart. It's, it's going to come back around. I mean, we're... Yeah. we're we don't all get calls for each other. It's, it's just the way it works. So just instead of us acting like we're an entity, let's act like we're one big thing. And, you know, eventually it's all going to even out and we're all going to grow because of it. Comes and out I think watch. that's our mindset. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you guys did a home show together too, right? Yeah, home and show, a boat, boat show. show. These guys covered for me for the home show. We all did the boat show together. But yeah, boat show was a hit. <sighs> boat show was awesome. We we got. I, if we wouldn't have had all three of us there, I don't know how we'd have never managed it. Because yeah. literally all three of us, I would say seventy percent of the time, we're talking to somebody on the weekend. On the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. we we could almost use the bigger <laughs> booth because and we were so. And if you have a couple of good props, anybody, Mark is for hire. Put him next to one of your props and just sit back and let him go. <laughs> well, he's like the Ginsu guy. He hey, you want to try it? Want to try it? That's awesome. You, you want to touch it? Come here. Touch, touch it. Feel it. Yeah. Feel I kept it. saying, touch it. Touch it. Because, you know, people, we had. I had the car seat. He did a phenomenal demonstration, you know, split down the middle right off the get go when he came back of, you know, fixed versus unfixed. And. People would walk by and you know they'd be coming. They'd be like this, right? And I'd be like, "Touch it, feel it. Go ahead, you <laughs> touch it, feel it." And I and you'd reel them in. You get them going. They'd be like, "How'd you do that?" Right? And then I'd just roll right into talking yep. to them. And uh, you know, we got a lot of a lot of hook and sinkers oh. right off the bat. So yeah. it was a it was a good boat show. We actually got in trouble because people were talking about us about too much stuff that wasn't marine. Yeah, <laughs> at the boat show, which yeah. we didn't view as a problem. But hey, you know. So yeah, you know, we weren't marine enough. We'll marinize it a little but bit. But the gutter guy one. was marine. Uh, <laughs> leaf gutter guy. Go figure. Yeah. Every yacht has leaf, leaf gutter guards. Yeah. We well, at least have a boat seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So oh, that's awesome. I, I like too how um, you guys have all described how probably one of the reasons you banded together is because you almost always like started at the same time, like you were within months of each other, and yeah. how you're in the same boat at the same time kind of yeah. thing and, and going through the same experiences so do you want to talk about that a little bit in terms of how that played out for you or how it you know how it worked for you well I mean me being the the rookie of the group it was it's definitely helped me get up and going probably much more um, 
I try to not do it as much, but there was a time period where if I didn't call JT in a day, I would get a text message that night or this morning asking if I was alive. <laughs> I got worried about it, you know. <laughs> so like, I didn't hear my daily you? call. About... <laughs> and, uh, it was just kind of nice because I think any time you start off, and I think Mark said he did the same thing, um, you know, you're just a little nervous, a little apprehensive about things, so sometimes it's just nice to be able to bounce something off, just to kind of bring you back down and get relaxed. Like, yeah, you know how to do this. Just do this. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought, but I just wanted to be sure. You're even a little a little apprehensive when you first come in, I think, of the other people who are doing it. Right. So, like, even some other franchises out there. Like, So, initially, what got me even pulling the trigger initially a lot was I was talking with the, the gentleman that was dealing with me and helping me make my decision, and they were like, hey, someone just bought territory, and it was JT. Because I was already looking at buying the, buying something. They were like, oh, this just got bought. And I was like, oh, snap, I didn't get on this. <laughs> so then it was initially, it was like, you know, I didn't know anything about the company, really, other than what I had seen and they had shown me. Is that competition or not? You know, And then that little intimidation factor when I first came in, and then it was like, they were like, reach out to him. You know? So I finally reached out to him, and it turned out, He's not competition. You know, he's he's somebody there that's for me and I'm for him just as much. So it turned out to be a really good, you know, just taking that first leap and reaching out. I think I gave him a call and was like, or maybe you gave me a call. I don't remember now. And was like, hey, we need to get together. Yep. And so we were, you know, for the, the first couple bar. months, we were meeting at the barbecue joint and just talking about things, you know, made a list of questions. Uh, and then he came along. Uh, you know, he, he piggybacked off everybody like, like I did JT initially, even though we had... We were all started in the six months from each other, yeah. essentially. So uh, it worked out good. I remember he was like uh, a little worried at first about jobs, getting jobs, and you know where we were at doing it. And I'm like, dude, one day you're just gonna go. Holy heck, I have way too much going on because that's what happened to me. It just like clicked. You know, one day it was like, wow, these people are calling me every day, trying to get get help with their stuff. So. Yeah. And I kept telling them, like, just wait, just keep practicing, keep practicing. You're gonna have that day, and it's gonna flip. So, you said you're like in that range right about now, aren't you? Or like, I think it started... probably hit about three or four weeks ago. So, what about nine, yeah. nine months in or so, to where it's kind of hit to the point where I'm okay. Finally, it's here and now. Well, what's interesting to me is conversely, you know, I tried like a marketing. I remember that. I, my way of learning is to is to ram my head on something hard, you know, and learn something the really hard way, and then go from there. That's why I doesn't have any hair. Thank you. Well, that's because my toxic masculinity. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was really trying to tell him some things real quick that I had done the wrong way, but then I think conversely, like Mark came in and he was really quick to embrace uh, learning the uh, the upholstery part, learning sewing and fabricating and. And taking on jobs that I probably would have, if he hadn't come on or he hadn't come on, I'd, I'd still be completely saying no to him. So I said, okay, he's picking that up, he's doing them. And not only that, but these guys come in and help me do them. I've, I said, okay, I'm seeing you guys do them. Fine, I'll give it a whirl. He taught me into it. So I think between the three of us, there are jobs that any one of us might say no to, but between the other two, putting a little bit of peer pressure and combined with a little bit of support. We, we might pick them up and say, let's give it a whirl. Maybe we'll do it twice. Maybe we'll never do it again. But at least we, uh, you know, we've, we've done more than we would have otherwise. Oh, we'll do it every time. So. There's nothing we can't achieve. Right. Right. 
There's another scenario, though, where we've told somebody, hey, give it a whirl, and then if one of us was really in a bind, you wouldn't go try to bail them out in some way, shape, or form. Because it comes back to the the company as a whole. Right. You know? I mean, us as a whole, you know, like we talked about, if if, like if they go to Crest and they do a phenomenal job and the word spreads, right? Vice versa. If they went to Crest and did a bad job, it's going to hurt my business. So, you know, if I can help them in any way, you know, make whatever job the best they, that it can be because I know the trickle effect from that job. Like we see all, I mean, I see all the time. I know y'all see all the time. Hey, so-and-so told me or I seen what you did. I get that all the time. So uh, the trickle effect works not only for me and them and then, you know, also you can look at, you can go to Google AdWords and, you know, we literally can put in almost, you know, a third of the money, but get three times the, the benefit because mm-hmm. when they Google something, and we're smoking anybody yeah. in town on that. You know, it's going to hit one in three of our Google mm-hmm. AdWords at least. So even if ours are a little mm-hmm. different, it's going to hit. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the guy calls me on a Saturday, says he has this couch. I talked to him about it. And he says, you know, it's in this area. And I'm like, well, that's Mark's area. Blah, blah, blah. And we just start, we hit it off and just start BSing. And he says, hey, um, what about Crest Cadillac? Do you guys do automotive? I was like, yeah, we do. He goes, can you come and see me at Crest? I don't know where Crest is. Yeah, absolutely. When do you want me to be there? Uh, he's like, any time next week, just text me when you're on your way. Sounds great. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. He's like, thanks for answering the phone on a Saturday. I was like, no worries. Appreciate it. And hang up. I immediately Google Crest. Of course, it's in his territory. So I immediately text him. You owe me a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> I have a great lead for you. At Crest. And I just told him, he said, I, I talked to this guy for 45 minutes. If you don't mind, you know, he knows a lot of people in the area. I, I want to hand you off. Like I just spent 45 minutes, so is it all right if I come up and introduce you to, and then I'll step away and go. So he's a, a course, and that's what we did. And um, I think you've been, what, rocking and rolling there for three, two and a About half, three, three months, months now? Yeah. yeah. Um, shows up every Wednesday like clockwork, does great work for them. I think I've filled in for them twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been great, and they're actually owned by... Sonic Automotive that has nine dealerships um, in the area Audi, BMW, Mercedes all the places we want to be and you want to be um, and it, they span across all of our territory so um, it's going to benefit us all in the long run so definitely yeah it'll be definitely. great love that story <laughs> it's just very yeah it's the way it should work it's going yeah, to work right, yeah and, and we took it. Partner in the territory is my best sales guy, too. You know, no one even better than that. Free <laughs> <you know? laughs> awesome. salesman. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Just keep the bourbon coming, and I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing it. Um, exactly. But, and then he's turned it into now we've made relationships because there was a, a competitor of ours, I guess you could call it, Dent Wizard. Seems to have a lot of corporate contracts, so they're automatically in everywhere. And thankfully, this GM had the foresight to think we're Cadillac. They're not doing the repairs up to our standards. Mm-hmm. Let's get somebody in that can actually meet our standards. Because I think he even told us in our first meeting, I have a lot of problems. Money's not one of them. Um, which music to our ears. But then, so, so the what help, we've help done is racing. we met, or well, I guess we both met um, 
another dent car medic yeah. that does the dents. And so we day. take um, JT's developed a relationship for him with him, and now he's talking to the Crest Honda that's right next door to the Cadillac lot, and then the parlayed that into the Lexus dealership across the street. Uh, kudos to him. That's only going to make all of us look that much better. So, um, beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, right on. I don't think we would, any of us would be what we are today without each other. There's no doubt. Um, we wouldn't have built to where we are now. Um, like we, like he said, the, you know, we've kind of run some competition out. We just recently found out we ran another guy off. Um, and, and we can't determine anything other than we ran him off because, um, we are taking, you know, if we, even if we do four jobs a day between the three of us, you know, that's however many, 12 jobs a day that we are robbing from somebody, um, you know, and we're, we're pretty much running out the business working together. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it's not just that it's our work superior. How many times do y'all go after? I mean, I do, I know permaplate's calling me saying, Hey guys, repaired this. We need you to go back out or, right. or whatever. We're going back out and you know, people are coming out there and doing just subpar work and we're, we're cleaning up their mess and, and making it good and making the customer happy. So, uh, those nice comments that the customer writes online, I love, so they can see no, it. I agree. But yeah, we, we definitely wouldn't be, I don't think, where we're at today. Any of us. We'd be moving along, but just with the company itself. Not nearly um, as well or nearly but, as much fun, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah, we, we have yeah. great conversations between jobs, don't we? We call each oh, other. and um, Definitely. But I, but I think yeah. these guys came in with the right, you know, we all had similar mindsets. And I think if you get into being overly transactional, oh, this job, that job, are we dead even on this or that or, you know... You're, you're taking the short view of things. I think we all kind of have the long view. and it all, Like you said, it all comes out in the wash. It all comes right. back around. You take care of each other, and we're going to all do really well. And it's... it's I mean, I think we have, all of us have had scenarios where, you know, the person lives in our territory or wants the work done in somebody else's territory or vice versa. I think one of the great things is we always contact each other. Like, hey, I have this one. I priced it, but... You know, something happened. We knew, well, I had that. She changed it on me that day. Yeah, yeah. I was driving. I was supposed to do it at her house. She wanted me to do it in her office. And it was in JT's territory. And she told me at 8.30 and I was supposed to be there at 9.30. So I called him. I said, hey, and if you want this 9.30 today, you can easily reschedule it. She lives here. And just explain to him. And he goes, just go do it. And I kind of think we've all had that scenario just at like some the point. RV dealer. And it's just it's like, like what? it's one job. Who? Just go go take care of them. And I think he just said, just do a good job. Don't do crappy work <laughs> in my territory. Um, right. And you just go because, I mean, that's going to happen and why fret over the one thing? Because well, then I get a Cadillac dealership from this guy. Is it right? You know, I mean, yeah. Himself. Yeah, he hasn't paid you back enough. No. Yeah, he's sure I made up you for it a little yeah, bit. It works um, out. But I think, like you said, we all have the same mindset of where we want to take this franchise and how we each wanted to build our business. And our, our mindset's kind of all the same. So in a lot of the ways, instead of me just looking at my business, I look at it as Middle Tennessee business and growing that fiber new name like across middle tennessee not just in my territory um and those two have the same mindset so it just you know we're lucky in that way that we both looked at 
all three of us look at it the exact same way. So, and we, you know, like like we've been discussing. Obviously, we're always talking about between the three of us building. How are we gonna build the three of us together, right? Uh, you know, one of the things is like if we hire, we we've been talking about and trying to work some logistics on hiring somebody to answer the phones. Um, you know, because between the three of us, it would ring it would ring all day, mm-hmm. uh, and it's obviously cheaper and a better deal to pay somebody. Uh, to do all three three, then each us each pay a person so it's going to benefit us and that person can you know do the answering the call passing to the right person because that's what each of us are doing individually anyways so we can you know something such as that you know sharing shop space or whatever you know that you know is that (coughs) definitely sharing tech we've talked about yeah you know sharing a tech because what it does and what I've realized is it helps us grow so much quicker like could I use a tech right now sure who couldn't but could I keep them busy five days a week probably not but between the three of us Mm -hmm. we can and then what that allows us to do is I can give my three jobs that day to the tech and then I can go sell all day long get that much more and if we can each do that for a day we're just gonna grow exponentially that much quicker than doing it on our own and you know having to wait and sit back and you know things just can happen I mean three times faster yes there's three of us so we're all going to benefit from that mm-hmm. but I, think, I think we've never really actually talked about this but I think it just kind of happens is that I like I love about these guys is that we all still despite everything we're talking about and all the synergies and how we put stuff together we all still respect that we're each three different individuals and three different things going on with three different businesses. We are, we're, we're not one entity. And so we respect our space enough to know he might want to do something differently than him and, and me. And somehow we just keep that, keep that line in place so you're not stepping on somebody's toes. It, it, I don't know how to describe how we did it. It just kind of happens. It just meshes right there. But I think, yeah. that's, I think that's important. You can't, I, I can't go into telling him to do stuff yeah. down in his area for too long without him starting to resent it. So it's, uh, he's got to be on the same page and we've happened to be that way. And it's, it, and I think part of it's early on talking about how we want to do things and realizing where the similarities are. So we definitely all, we stay open-minded. We're willing to listen to, you know, we talked about logistics of things. We say, oh yeah, let me listen to JT's idea. See what he has to say. Cause like you just said, JT may have a different, slightly different path as to how he's going to structure his next few months versus me and Matt or whatever. Uh, but it's, we're open about it. We're not, I'm willing to accept Matt going, you know, hey, that's not what I'm going to do. But, you know, that's fine because everybody has that slightly different path. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah. it definitely. Uh, I think that that's probably part of the feeding off each other thing too, right? Because if you're going to try something for a couple months and it's not the right time for you, but then when it is the right time for you, you've got the idea from him and you can all kind of... We just talked about that today. We just talked about that. What was that on? I, uh, you know, we, we both talked about uh, uh, bringing in somebody to answer phones, and even JT, and, you know, we're not really wanting to pay somebody an exponential amount of money yet, but we want to start trying it because we know it's a need. Um, so, like, my, I have, my mom's retired, and, you know, we had talked about we don't want family involved. Because then you worry about the family whole aspect, but um, so somebody I, I can't yell at his mom if she doesn't. Yeah, so literally the only thing that I uh, want my 
my mom, she offers, she's retired, she works as a secretary in school for a long time, so she's used to that type of work and answering phones. And I said, literally, the only thing I want you to do is answer the phone for those times that I'm working on a job or with a customer and I can't and I'm losing jobs. I want you to answer the phone and say, hey, you know, thank you for calling Fire da, da, da. Can you send us pictures? And then we'll get back to the quote. That hooks them in Absolutely. for a response. And, you know, she's not having to look at my books or his books or do any of that. She's just being that voice where the voicemail's great if you have it set up good, but it's not the live person. If you get a voicemail, it immediately says to me, small company. That's where it comes to busy. me. Too busy, small company, you know, not not on point. It, it says a lot of different things. If I got somebody that always answers the phone at my designated hours, hey, these people can are, are moving along. Is, is kind of what I feel. So. They usually don't dial, dial the next number down the list if they Correct. get a live voice. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and they start <coughs> the process with those people, right? And every right. single one of us is going to be pretty much the same process. Let me, you know, unless we know right off the top of our head, hey, let me get some pictures. Can you send them over to me? You know, and then we'll give you some recommendations on how to repair it and some estimates. Uh, and usually that that's the first kind of go-to. Um, but we, we all, all have discussed it. The times we can't answer the phone, we know we miss. So yeah. they go down. All we need is somebody set the hook. Yeah. Just so, start that. Don't don't get the voicemail and they call the next person down on Google. Sometimes we get lucky and if somebody's trying to get a hold of Mark, they call the next person down on Google. Yeah. It's me. Um, so we're saving them, but they're still. They get through uh, the net sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just call that next person. Where if we could have someone that's answering those calls. I mean, just answer them. Getting it started yeah. and asking for Let's the pictures, that's, that's perfect. It's it's set because the yeah. sooner we can get to that person while it's on their mind, um, it's so much easier to sell it. Yeah, so much easier. To totally. sell it. Makes sense, guys. I, I, I know next time we talk as a group, you'll have that figured out. So, yeah, look <laughs> forward to kind of you it's know, gonna happen quick. We figured yeah. out harder than that. We'll do it all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. Uh, thanks a lot. That was fantastic. Really appreciate uh, you know taking the time to sit thanks down. For coming. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you guys coming here and spending time with us. And these guys, and if anybody out there needs any help or advice, tips, whatever, give us a call. Glad to help.